0: Welcome back, Love Buddies, to another episode of the Wedded Podcast with your hosts, Jen and Steve Van Alk. Hi! Jen, you wanted to talk to me about a very important topic today.
1: Yes. Someone, some people might say it's overlooked, that it is invisible in the industry.
0: Spooky! (laughs) This is our spooky episode. This is
1: our... After Halloween episode.
0: Yeah, yeah. A little insight for the listeners. We're <laughs> recording this before Halloween. It won't release until after Halloween, but it is very spooky.
1: Very, very.
0: Jen, do you want to get down to it then?
1: Yeah. Let's just, let's get it. Got it. Good. We are talking about ghosting your vendors today. It happens and oh, well, we don't. Time
0: out. Time out. Most millennials know what ghosting means, but when we broached the subject of ghosting your vendors on my other podcast, the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast, some people didn't know what ghosting meant. Are you
1: plugging your other podcast?
0: No, I'm saying some people didn't know what ghosting meant. And we had people ask us the question, what is ghosting? So I think you, since uh, you've talked about this
1: before, what can you describe it? I think it'd be better if you describe it.
0: Ghosting is when you text somebody or call them or message uh, or any sort of message, email, whatever, and they just never respond to you. And it's like a situation where they should respond to you, but they just never do. So it'd be like, say you're a vendor and you've reached out to a client and they're like, we're going to sign a contract. Don't worry. And then they send you like the deposit, but then they never sign the contract. And when you reach out to them over and over and over again, they never respond to you. And you're like, I have a check with their money in my hand, but I don't have a contract, so this check, is it even worth anything at this point in time? Because you've been ghosted now and you don't actually have any communication from the other person.
1: Okay, I think that is a different situation. I think that someone probably just got really busy in that situation because you have their money. So they're not going to ghost you. You cash that,
0: you put it in the bank and then you're just like, I'm sorry, you never got back to me with that contract. I had somebody else sign a contract first.
1: (laughs) The situation that has happened so many times in the past eight years of shooting is having a conversation with a couple. Like it might be even sitting down for coffee or having a meal with those people. And for that, for you to reach out and say, Hey, did everything sound look good? Do you want to sign a contract? Just seeing where you're at. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And it happens all too frequently. I hear it from, Pretty much any wedding industry, vendor, venue, this is a huge issue uh, within this industry.
0: Now, we call it ghosting now, which is kind of a cutesy term, but people have been doing this for a very long time. This is not something that started with millennials, even though many older people like to say it's, oh, only the millennials ever do this. Yeah. Gen Xers, they always respond, baby boomers, get back to you. Baby
1: boomers, there's a certain thing called an answering machine, people would leave messages on your answering machine and you would not return them. So don't pretend like you had never ghosted someone. Anyway, Steven, have you ever ghosted anyone?
0: Uh, Not intentionally, but I'm sure there have been times where I got an email from somebody and I was like, I'm going to put this in my to-do list. And then it was like, and it got bumped down in the to-do list and I didn't get to it today. And then the next day I don't get to it because I had other things that were more important and, Then a week goes by, then a month goes by, then a year goes by, (laughs) then a lifetime goes by.
1: And I've, okay, I've had friends do this to me. And honestly, I don't take it as ghosting because first of all, they're contacting, say uh, like, for instance, I've had some friends reach out to me to see if they, if I could do baby pictures or family pictures, and then I send them some information and maybe they found someone else and they just forgot to get back with me. They have not lost full contact. They haven't blocked me on Facebook, decided to, I don't know, change their name. I don't know. Like, what do people do when they're trying to ghost? Anyway, I don't see that necessarily as much of an issue as people who I've had, I've sat down and enjoyed either a cup of coffee or a meal with them. And then I reach out to them again for me to enjoy this time and ask them questions. I know about their future plans, whether they're, having, they're going to a winery over the weekend because that's something that we chatted about. And then I reach out to them and I hear absolutely nothing. And I think, oh my goodness, are they okay? Did something happen to them? Okay, I don't think anything happened. And
0: that's where the real origin of ghosting comes from because they're dead and now they <laughs> haunt you. But
1: then I think, okay. Did I say something like, did I, I, the insecurities start coming in. And when we are meeting with people, it's like dating and no, we're not trying to swoop in and take your man or take your woman, depending on who you are. We are trying to get to know our couples so that we can be better. We can better provide for our couples on their wedding day. And if we think you're going to be a potential couple, then, you know, just a, a, a hate like, hey, you know, I got your message. We went with someone else. And that hurts a lot, la la a lot less than not responding at all.
0: So let's talk about it because I feel like the main reason why most people end up ghosting somebody is because they're afraid of saying no or they're afraid of saying we're not going to use you. What are some ways people can respectfully say no to a vendor?
1: Well, first off, I think an important thing to know is that we are so used to hearing no. Mm -hmm. I hear no probably four or five times a week and it does not bother me.
0: Twice today.
1: Twice today. I heard no twice today. Okay. There are thousands of weddings that are happening and we get for the most part, a pretty large volume of people contacting us. But we can only shoot so many. There's only so many weekends in the the year. There's only one of me. There's only one of Steve. And when you say no to us, it's not like, oh, no, we just lost out on all this money. I might be a little disappointed because I thought the venue was really cool or just chatting with you on the phone. You seem like a really great person. But you say no, we're like, we hope you have a great wedding. Thanks. And then
0: we move on. And like when we say we hope you have a great wedding, like some people take that as like an insult. Like you're saying that to them. Like, Not at all. Oh, I hope you have a great wedding since you didn't up me. <laughs> no, and like. It's like, no, like we really mean it. Like, we, we wish really you the want best. Everyone to have a great wedding. For sure. No matter who they choose.
1: So I think a great way to reach out to a, a whether it be a photographer, a venue, anyone that you've actually had some sort of contact with is just to say, really appreciate your time but unfortunately we had to go a different direction or we didn't have the budget for this or whatever you feel the most comfortable with but saying something like thank you for your time or appreciate your time it really is incredibly respectful because we do spend a lot of time on these inquiries we spent maybe drove an hour to to meet up with you or missed out on having lunch with a friend because we knew it was an opportunity to get to know you. We're not going to hold that against you.
0: That's like, a price of doing business.
1: Absolutely. For anyone. Like absolutely.
0: That's, we're never going to hold that against anybody.
1: No. And you say no is so much more respectful than you not responding at so, all.
0: So let's get back to it. What are some easy like ways to just let somebody know, Hey, I'm not going to go with you.
1: I, I mean, what I just said
0: (laughs) so you you feel like them saying like
1: (laughs) no i just think that like just by saying hey thank you so much for your time unfortunately we went to a a different direction or we found someone who is a better fit we wish you the best or um we know that you'll probably end up filling the date because you're so talented whatever compliment you want that compliment sandwich you want to make in that Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. email go for it and we love to hear those things
0: we really loved you. You have the best work in the entire world. Unfortunately, <laughs> my future husband and I just bonnie and Clyde at a bank. And we're going to have to push off the wedding because we're on the run now.
1: Oh, no, That's don't a one, lie. Right? Because then they think, okay, well, maybe they'll contact me later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> After they're out of prison. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, just a simple thank you. No, thank you. And thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Yeah, and like if you're listening and you're possibly getting married, possibly meeting with a bunch of different vendors and you've met with people and you like them, but you can't afford them or you like them, but you like somebody else more like it's it means so much to those vendors if they just hear back from you and you just say, hey, I'm sorry we decided to go with somebody else as opposed to saying to just never getting back to them. I mean, you know, you don't want to Alexander Hamilton, those Aaron Burrs, you know what I'm saying? That's the first recorded ghosting we have in U.S. history. Just so you know, Jen,
1: I did not know uh, that.
0: Aaron Burr was like, "Hey, hey, Alexander, um, I was wondering if if you could just, you know, maybe support me. Uh, I'm running for president. Didn't know if you knew that right now. I know you've had a lot of weird stuff go on with your private life and everything. And I'm real sorry about that, but it means so much to me." if i could just get your support and alexander hamilton just never got back to him never got back to him never got back to him then one day just like stood up and was like no you should vote for thomas jefferson my mortal enemy in
1: alexander's defense burr did say talk less and smile more (laughs) nerding out right now for hamilton
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it did work out for Hamilton, too, because then he ghosted Lin-Manuel Miranda literally by haunting him. And he uh, (laughs) told him the entire thing that he should do for the Broadway show. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I I heard that story. He's double ghosting, actually. Double ghosting. First, first, no one double ghosting in the U.S.
1: Wow. Both first and first.
0: Yeah. Double ghosting.
1: So, (sighs) Stephen, I'm sure that you've had a situation where someone has ghosted you as a vendor. How does that make you feel?
0: I, I'm, not, I'm not quite the same way you are with that sort of stuff. Yeah. If somebody ghosts me about a month later, I'm just like, and archive that email. And if they ever get back to me, they get back to me. But I'm not going to worry about it if I've sent them like a message or two. And like, I, I don't sweat it the way that you and a lot of our other colleagues in the industry mm-hmm. do. I don't know why that is. I think maybe it's just my personality or yeah. my, my demeanor. I'm just so... If you're listening right now, super chill. Oh, I'm just so chill. He's I'm, so laid back. chill. <laughs> I'm like the coolest person you've ever known.
1: Like his face is blue. He's so
0: chill. My face is super red right now because I've never talked like that about myself, even in a joking <laughs> manner before. Gosh, that was uncomfortable.
1: Well, I, and I I'll say this. For most email conversations that I have with people, it does not really bother me one bit. I think it's a meeting in person because mm-hmm. it feels more like a date. And not in a more of like a friend date. And when I get back with someone, I really it feels like a personal attack. And one situation in that I can think of in my past, I met with a girl and with a bride. Um, was not a huge fan of her venue. Actually, we've told ourselves that we were not going to shoot there ever again um, because it seems like a safety hazard. But I just really love this girl so much. We had so much in common. She even said in the meeting, I could see us being best friends. Mm. Which was a little awkward at the time. I would just kind of smile and be like, yeah, you're so great. I mean See, that's
0: what happened. No. (laughs) You said, yeah, you're so great. No, no, no. And then she was like, I told her I wanted to be best friends. And she didn't say, let's go out for wine after this. No. She was offended, Jen. No, I said, okay, so
1: what I said was Oh my gosh, that's not what happened at all. I can read people very well. I was like, no, I, I definitely am Jennifer. the type of person. I am, let me finish. I am the type of person that I will do things that are uncomfortable for myself to make someone else feel comfortable in friend situations.
0: Yes, but you said you can read people very well. And what do we always say, Jen? If you have to say something about yourself, it's not true. <laughs>
1: I felt like I had to defend myself because you were attacking me. That's why. Mm-hmm.
0: I was joking. I didn't joking. just
1: come out and say this. We're gonna have to cut out all of our little like spats. Out no,
0: of <laughs> that's the thing that's gonna make people like the show. That's why they're okay. gonna listen.
1: Let me continue. So I honestly was like I've got a new friend. I've got a new client. I'm so excited about this. My friend and I we met up. We were about to start this um, business adventure that will probably happen in the future, sometime in the future soon. We had champagne, and I was like, it's a great day. And then I emailed the client, and she doesn't get back with me. Then I email again, just as, hey, just checking up, just making sure my emails are going through. Doesn't respond. Then I was like, you know what? She contacted me through text. Maybe she doesn't, she doesn't get emails. And I'm, I'm becoming this um, creepy, like stalker type vendor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I text her. Hey, uh, I just wanted to see where you guys were at. Just let me know if you guys went a different direction. It was great meeting with you. And I hope, I hope everything's great. Something in the lines of that. No response. Seriously, thought this girl was dead. Because
0: because you looked at her Facebook and instead of having a profile picture, it was just a tombstone. Did she die?
1: You know what? Never thought of that. Maybe she, it wasn't a tombstone, just for a tombstone.
0: Maybe that's why the tombstone had oh, her name no, and I her get date it. of birth she and date died.
1: of death. No, she's I'm sure very alive and well and ghosting as much as she wants because she can ghost because she's alive. And she can ghost when she's dead, too. <gasps> so we can ghost all for eternity.
0: Has anybody ever called you out and not getting back to them?
1: I think that I've had someone reach out, like th- text, friend, friend saying something in the lines. Like, hey, I was wondering, are you this? Whatever it was. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness. I just forgot to respond. I don't, I cannot think of one time that I've intentionally ghosted someone. Mm -hmm. I've done it on accident, but I think that there is a big difference between forgetting to respond to someone and then just choosing not to respond to them at all. And it's very apparent when someone chooses not to respond to you and when they forget to respond to you.
0: Mm -hmm. So have you been called out before and how did it make you feel?
1: I've never been called out before. It just was always like a... Hey, let me know if you wanted me to buy tickets for this concert. Like, oh, shoot. I was going to look at my calendar, forgot. And then I responded. And that was it. There was a situation. Have you ever been called out for ghosting?
0: I've never intentionally ghosted somebody in my entire life. I always try to get back to people. But like I said earlier, sometimes I put things in like, I'll do this later. And then I just never get around to it. And when people are like, hey, I never heard back from you like that, my immediate feeling is like I have failed this person and I feel incredibly terrible. And I wonder if like that is part of like the reason why when we reach out to clients, we're like, hey, I haven't heard back from you in a while. Like if that's part of the reason why like we then never hear back from them because they're like, oh, I meant to get back to this person, but now they reach out to me. Now I feel even worse. And now I don't think I can get past this psychological barrier in my mind to ever get back to them because now I feel like a failure and not just like somebody who's going with somebody else. But I mean, there's no, like, what's hmm. the other choice? Like you don't ever reach out to them and say, Hey, were you still planning on going with me? Because I have somebody else interested for that date or something like, no, you have to do that as a vendor. Yeah. So it's just kind of like a I think crappy situation.
1: If you say, Hey, I, I hadn't he- heard from you. I just wanted to check in. If that makes you insecure, that sounds like that's your issue.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is, Jen. That is definitely my issue. No, it sounds
1: issue. like, no, that's, I don't think that you respond that way. Typically, vendors are going to reach out within a, a week again And I've had people say, hey, I haven't heard from you. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I respond back. But I don't take it as like, oh, no, now I need to crawl in a corner and throw a self-pity party. If that keeps you from responding respectfully and saying, hey, I apologize. I've been really busy and I just forgot. Then that's so much more respectful to that person. That is going to end it right there. You're not going to have someone upset with you or think back in this situation. Cause every time I think about that wonderful coffee conversation, I sat with this girl for three hours, three hours, people like talking about life and about her wedding, about her relationship with her, her fiance. And uh, we had very similar stories. It wasn't just a situation where we we're like 15 minutes of showing her albums. And then I left.
0: Do you think maybe, uh, What had happened was she felt like your connection was just too magnetic. And she was like, if I hire this girl to shoot my wedding, it might stop the wedding because I want to be with her so much.
1: Maybe. (laughs) I have that effect on some people.
0: Yeah. Only
1: one that I know of. Yeah, me. (laughs) (laughs) No, it it was just a very heartbreaking experience for myself. And it honestly almost made me think, well, if this is what the new group of, of couples are going to be like, I don't know if I really want to do this anymore because that was, I mean, it's as silly as it seems like it was a little bit devastating because it was a personal attack. It wasn't just, Hey, I don't want to use you as my photographer or I can't because my fiance just doesn't want to put down the money. That's fine. Like that hurts so much less than thinking that maybe it was something I said. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I just, I bring up the psychological barriers that might lead people to not get back to you just because I feel like when we talk about ghosting us and other vendors that we're friends with, a lot of time it's focused on like bashing the people who are ghosting you. And I feel like there's another side of the story. And oh, I think I so feel too. like it's people who don't have the social ability to like hurt somebody else's feelings. And they feel like if they just never get back to you and like, that's also why I wanted you to kind of talk about like how much more it hurts your feelings when people don't get back to you than if they do, because I feel like people listening might
1: hear that and be like, Oh, Oh,
0: what I'm doing is actually worse for these people I, than just saying no.
1: I think there are some people that are like that. There are other people that are just like, mm, I don't have really time to respond to this. Just delete it. It's so much quicker just to delete it.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, and do there's that. people
1: like that as well. And I think that if you're one of those people and you're listening to this podcast, I don't think this is going to change your opinion at all. Because obviously that wasn't anything that you cared about before.
0: Wait, wait, so, but great way to counteract that. This girl who ghosted you. Do you, yes. do you have her wedding date saved somewhere?
1: Um, I don't I can't even tell you what her name was like that. anymore.
0: Okay. So we got to look that up afterwards, <laughs> find out the wedding date and then on her wedding date just text her and be like, "I hope you're having the best day ever."
1: That is so incredibly creepy. She's going to be like, "This girl's stalking me."
0: <laughs> She's oh going to have No, because like when somebody ghosts you, it's because in my mind, they get like that moment of panic then every time you contact them. Like, oh, why is this person yeah, still Yeah, so want to ruin her it?
1: wedding day. Oh my gosh, Steve, you're so morbid. No, I am not going to do that. Just so you know, I have thought about it. No, <laughs> No, I have not. No, I just, I... I think that she did not want to disappoint me because we did have a wonderful talk over coffee. She really enjoyed She's like, oh, you are my photographer. Like, I'm just going to have to talk to my fiance. And maybe they had a little spat about it. And, or maybe he was just like, absolutely not. Because one of the, one of the things that one of the red flags was, yeah, my fiance just didn't even know why we're looking for photographers. He was like, all of our friends have cameras. Like, they have their cell phones. Why aren't they just going to take pictures? And I was like, "Ooh, this is going to be a hard ache to crack." But I was hoping that she would get back with me and be like, "Hey, my fiance wants to meet with uh, uh, with you and your husband." But
0: and I, I got nothing, blowing him out of the water with just kindness and, and friendliness.
1: awkwardness. Yeah. And Jeffer, you don't tell like people my secrets back and forth in a corner with your in fetal position. You do that a lot.
0: That's how I get people to take pity on me, Jen. That's the winning solution. That's how we book clients, Jen.
1: Oh boy. We're never going to shoot a wedding ever again in our life. (laughs) I bring up this point because not only have I been hurt by it, but there's just so many people who just wish that others were informed that we just want to know. Like we want to, first of all, know that you're okay we want to know that the reason why you didn't show to the appointment, even though I drove an hour to downtown Indy to meet with you and you just decided not to show up.
0: It does not take an hour to get to downtown When Indy. I lived
1: in Muncie. Who's
0: throwing themselves a pity party now? <laughs>
1: <sighs> would we just would rather know than have, like, it's a waste of time for us to continue to email you over and over again. And then it just makes us upset. And then. I, I think that the best thing to do is just as resp- soon as you know and you've already talked to these people. I'm not talking about the people you've sent out in queries and you've never had a conversation with them at all. I think that's sometimes just understandable because you have a lot on your plate. But if someone's responding to you, like sending you, hey, I haven't heard from you. I'm just curious on, on what you want me to do with the date. The polite thing to do is just say, I've moved on.
0: I've moved on and you should too. It's
1: not you. It's me.
0: Is there anything else you want to say to wrap this up? Like a present?
1: Yes. I know for most of you, your intentions are good.
0: You're all good people. You're all good, good people. You're all good. Good babies. old
1: boys. You're, good old girls. You're
0: all good babies.
1: All, all love buddies of ours. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to on. We're just the messengers, just passing on this information that all our wedding friends, our wedding vendor family, are drawing this out like crazy.
0: Just, just wrap it up. Just say, <laughs> hey, please don't ghost people. It's okay. disrespectful. We
1: know you guys are great people.
0: You're right? all good babies.
1: Yeah. Good love bunnies. All y'all. But just don't ghost people. Just, just a quick no. Just do any kind of response is good. And I think you should apply this to your entire life and not just wedding planning. Because it kind of sucks. And until it happens to you, you'll realize that it would have just been better to hear that you just to be a tiny bit disappointed.
0: Mhm. I agree 100%. I'm
1: glad you didn't ghost me.
0: <laughs> I'm just too interested in you to ghost you. But Thanks. does that will
1: you ghost me, um, like haunt me? Yeah, no? I'll definitely haunt you.
0: Don't worry about that. If I die first, I will come back and haunt you. Okay, cool. And the kids for the rest. That's of their the only lives.
1: type of ghosting that I want from you.
0: Good. I'm glad we got that all hashed out. All right. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Wedded Podcast. We'll see you next week. Next two weeks. I don't.
1: Two, two weeks. We'll see you. Unless we change our mind about that, but I think it's going to be every two weeks. But if you would like to hear a little bit more about what's going on with our podcast or would maybe like to see some cute photos of our children, you can follow us at WeddedPod on Instagram. Uh, we're also WeddedPod on Twitter. You can also reach out to us if you want to contact us. You can get on our website at WeddingPod.com. And you can reach out to us there.
0: And my personal cell phone number is...
1: 555.
0: No way. Oh,
1: say, <laughs>
0: Okay, that's it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode. Love buddies. Love buddies. Love buddies. You got, we got to hit that at the same point. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Buddies.
1: Love buddies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you got to hit love buddies at the same time. Thanks, Thanks for, listening for listening to another episode. Love buddies hate you
1: (laughs) okay that's how we're ending it i love you i love you i love you for future steve editing this podcast